going to be scary to beat the Lions today. So the Lions will be in their sleeveless jerseys here today. The white with the blue pants, blue numerals, gold trim. And for Calvin, they are in their dark uniforms. The black pants, maroon jersey, along with the black shoulders, gold numerals, black trim. And the temperature around game time today is supposed to be somewhere in the area of about 75 degrees. Been good weather all weekend long. We talked about it last weekend in Lexington, this weekend in Decatur, Illinois. Been outstanding weather. Beautiful facility here. And again, we want to thank Milliken University for putting on a fantastic host job in this NCAA regional. We can't thank them enough for a great weekend. Well, there are three teams left in this tournament. The Mount is one. Calvin and DePaw is waiting for the winner of this game to play in game one of the championship this afternoon, which will be about 45 minutes after the end of this one. So Hannah Horvath will lead it off, left-handed hitter, batting 366 on the year. She's the second baseman, and here we go. Same situation as last night against Bellhaven when the Lions came back from a 2-0 deficit and then a 3-2 deficit. And one at four to three. Sarah Miller on the mound. Let's hope she has that pinpoint control that she has had in the past. As we get set to get this one underway, the wind by Miller. And the first pitch of the ball game is swung on and fouled back against the screen. 0-1 the count. 80 degrees as of the first pitch here in Decatur, Illinois. Beautiful Saturday morning, and we hope to be here for the long haul today, as you mentioned. Got to win three back-to-back games to head to Salem, Virginia, for the final eight College World Series next week. Owen won the count. In at the corners, Fincham and Gabbard. And the 0-1 swung on and fouled back and out of play. Horvath the slap hitter, and she has fouled the first two pitches. 0-2 the count. Being aggressive here early and fouling two pitches off. Get Sarah up in the count, 0-2. You got one or two pitches here to waste. Nothing up in the zone, and see if we can't get the first out of the inning. Miller looking into the wind. And the pitch to the plate is upstairs. One and oh, one and two the count. Leadoff hitter is Horvath. Miller twirling the ball, then crosses her arms as usual and delivers the one two pitch to the plate. It's upstairs. And the count now two and two. Nice job by Horvath to lay off the two upstairs pitches. Looks like she was trying to get her to chase it upstairs. She's able to bring this count back even two to two. Horvath, left-handed batter, stands deep in the batter's box. Two and two the count. Miller into the wind and the two-strike pitch swung on. Fly ball center field. Otto right there in the middle of the M in center field. Grabs it. And that's the first out of the ball game. Miller wins that battle with Horvath. As you mentioned, Brooke Otto out in center fielder. Had to make one step up right into the middle of the M in center field and catch it for the first out of the inning. So good start for Sarah Miller. And it brings up Hannah Biddlecombe. Biddlecombe hitting 451 on the year. She is the right fielder, another left-handed hitter as they put their two lefties at the top of the order. On deck is Stock, and she's a right-handed hitter. One down here in the first inning. Mount the home team on the scoreboard and the pitch swung on. Fouled back over the third base dugout and out of play. Lions in the third base dugout today is the home team and in the first base dugout is Calvin. 
first two hitters here for Calvin swinging at the first pitch. So it looks like they're going to be aggressive here. Biddlecomb stands almost even with the plate on the left side. Owen won the count. One down here in the first inning. Sarah into the wind. And the pitch squaring to bunt but taking it high is Biddlecomb. One and one the count. Fincham and Gabbard playing close on the corners here for the Lions. Third and first. I'm sure we'll see her later, but we don't see Sandy, the bus driver, down in her usual perch. Her and Dee Dee's mom down sitting there in the down stands. Together. And the 1-1 one, one pitch swung on and lined to Tucker at short. A couple of steps to her left and grabs it for the second out of the inning. Nice play by Aaliyah. Came off the bat hot right to the shortstop spot. She had to take two steps to the left on a line drive hit for the second out of the inning. I think Tucker thought that was hit a little harder than it was, but she scurried over there and then... Saw that she could grab it easily for the second out. And it brings up Grace Stock, hitting 377 on the year. She's had a couple of homers, both off of Henry last night from DePaul in this tournament. That pitch swung on and fouled over near the third base dugout. Fincham gives chase, but it goes into the dugout through the railing. And the count one, 0 and 1. Talked about Stock in the pregame. She's, she's the circle. She's the offensive circle for this Calvin offense. She's had an outstanding regional, so you're going to have to be really careful of how you pitch to her because she can change the game in one swing at a bat. 0-1 the count. Into the wind is Miller. And the pitch to Stock is over the outside corner for a called strike two. Sarah's done a really good job here early on getting ahead of hitters. No balls, two strikes, two down here in the first inning. We've got no score from Millican University. And we've talked about this facility just outstanding for this regional tournament. The 0-2 pitch is a changeup right down Main Street called strike three and that's the inning. Three up, three down for Calvin in the first inning. They go scoreless and upcoming to bat is the Mount. Do you want to grow as a leader? Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's degree in organizational leadership. Classes meet about one Saturday a month. Climb higher and become the leader you were meant to be. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Social media has exploded over the years. The way we interact, receive news, and comment with everything has changed in this decade, and Twitter is where people usually discover what's happening. This is Dave Mitchell. With over 500 million tweets being sent each day, hundreds of millions of people are exploring links, articles, retweets, trends, and moments to find out what's new. Businesses strengthen their brands, friends promote themselves, and some just want more followers and likes. I just want to hear from you. Before, during, or after, send me your comments about the game to my Twitter, OHBBCohost. That's O-H-B-B-C-O-H-O-S-T. I hope to hear from you soon. That's OHBBCohost. Well, three up, three down for Calvin in the first inning of play. And that means the Mount will come up with Tucker, Otto, and Ivers to face Ellie Borst. Borst making her 15th start of the season. She's got a record of 10-1. and one. She came in and pitched a couple innings last night against DePaul, Chris, and just to kind of mop things up and get herself going for today. Yeah, it looked like when we were watching her the last night against DePaul, she likes to keep it everything down low in the zone. Be interested to see how the pitches these mount hitters, but uh, really good start for Sarah Miller. Her changeup was on on that strikeout looking against uh, Gracie Stock, so big big inning right there for Sarah. Hopefully this offense can get her some runs and get her comfortable out there in the circle. Borst with a 2.26 ERA, the senior, and 93 innings pitched. 
has struck out 105 and walked 30. That's an excellent 3-to-1 ratio for the right-handed senior. So it'll be Aaliyah Tucker. Tucker last night was 2-for-3 in the ball game, but, boy, that home run to left field really got them out going when they were down 2 nothing. Like we said in the broadcast last night, it just took the weight of the world off her shoulders. She was pressing, 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 finally got the big hit, and uh, she couldn't stop smiling after that yesterday. Into the wind it is Borst, and that pitch swung on and popped up to first base. They jammed her, and in foul territory, Yant will take it for the first out of the inning. little surprising there. Aaliyah goes swinging at the first pitch, uh, but uh, was able to get her to pop up, jammed her in the inside, and popped up out the first for the first out. Brings up Brooke Otto, hitting 386, and... Brooke hit the home run last night following up Tucker's heroics to tie the ball game. And that pitch is taken inside for a ball, 1-0. First two pitches of the game for Borst are both in, so be interested to see what she's going to do. Is she going to go in out low or kind of see what her groove is? Which is interesting because the next pitch is taken at the knees for a called strike 1-1. One one. If you remember, Bellhaven and DePaul fed a steady diet outside to Tucker all night long. One and one the count, one down here in the first inning, no score. That pitch swung on a line foul over the third base dugout. The girls are up on the <laughs> top rung of the railing in the third base dugout, and it went over the top, and they all ducked at once. One and two the count, now to Otto. Ivers on deck, and the pitch is high and outside for a ball, two and two. Nice take by Brooke. It was a tough pitch to take. Went outside. She jammed her on a couple pitches, then went out. 2-2 count here for Otto. Lions coming into this one with a record of 31-9. and And that's a change up that Otto was completely fooled on. Takes it for called strike three. Nice pitch by Boris. Got her on the change up looking right down the middle of the plate for the second out of the inning. And with two down, it brings up Elizabeth Ivers. Ivers the catcher. Had an RBI single last night, hitting 304, 32 RBIs on the season. Right-handed batter, and we've told you Ivers has caught every inning of every game this year for the Lions. Into the wind, and the first pitch is swung on and missed on a high and tight fastball 0-1. Ivers doesn't get enough credit for what she does behind the plate. Like you said, she's caught every inning. She's done an outstanding job as far as a defensive mindset back there and uh, does a good job framing. And then her hitting, she's tied in the lead for RBIs with Sarah Miller at 32. 0-1 the count, two down, and that pitch swung on. Fly ball, center field going back is Gruen into left center field. and She'll take it for the third out of the inning. So, just like last night, three up, three down in the first inning of play. We played a perfect first inning. We head to the second with no score. I wanted to grow my leadership skills. But with work and a busy life, how could I fit it all in? Then I learned Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's program in organizational leadership. For about one Saturday a month, I studied and refined my leadership skills alongside working professionals and top-notch professors. I'm now the leader I set out to be. The Mount's organizational leadership program helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. 
That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Well, both teams have a three-up, three-down inning in the first. And as we head to the second, it will be the middle part of the batting order for the Knights. Schultz, Yant, and Glass. Schultz, the D DP today, as Elizabeth Ivers, the catcher who made the final out of the last inning. Late to get on the field, getting her equipment on. And now Miller will work into her final warm-up pitch. Schultz, the DP, hitting 275 on the year. She is a freshman. Left-handed hitter. We told you most of these players come from Michigan. That their head coach, Becky Hilgert, recruit. We'll get the Lions for you defensively here after this first pitch. Miller checks into the dugout for the sign. Then looks at her card and delivers the first pitch of the second inning. And it is a check swing on a high outside offering. They'll check down to third. And she did hold up. 1-0 the count. Brambles in left, Otto in center. Woodyard in right. Fincham at third. Then comes Tucker at short. The second baseman, Hodge. At first, Rachel Gabbard behind the plate is Ivers. And Sarah Miller set to deliver the 1-0 pitch to Allie Schultz. Here in the second inning, no score, and that pitch is high. 2-0 the count. I don't know, is this something you keep an eye out for, Chris, with her, Sarah, now falling behind on the first hitter? Yeah, she did a good job in the first inning as far as staying ahead. Now she fell behind the first hitter, but she normally comes back. And the 2-0, that is a fastball that's going to be down below the knees, I guess, and the count goes 3-0. and As we mentioned, previous games for the last two weeks, Cam McCool is down the left field line in the bullpen, getting loose, getting ready to go. Anytime she's called, she will be ready to go. And the 3-0 pitch to Schultz, the cleanup hitter, and that's a called strike over the inside corner, 3-1. and Schultz was taken all the way there on a 3-0 count, so Sarah was able to get back 3-1. Put something over the plate here. You don't want to walk anybody and give any base runners. So three and one the count. Miller rocks into the motion. And the pitch to the plate swung on it. Grounded to second on a couple of hops. Hodge quickly over to first in time to get Schultz. Nice play by Hodge. He took a two two hops. It was kind of slow on the turf, actually. And Hodge came up and made the, top, made the uh, second hop up into the glove. And uh, Schultz's speech, he had to get it, over, get it over to Gabbert first for the first out of the inning. Mike Carby, the umpire behind home plate today. Scott Stemple is at first base. And down the third base line is Paul Melcher. So one away. And it brings up Callie Yant. Yant, the first baseman, hits that one long and foul, but way out of play down the left field side, 0-1. Yant hitting 337. So far in this game, every Calvin hitter has swung at the first pitch. Miller peering in. Lions playing even with the bag at the corners. And the 0-1 is high and outside. One and one. I think that one got away from Sarah. She started laughing at Ivers on that after that pitch. One and one the count. Grace Glass will be on deck. One ball, one strike, one out here in the second inning. No score. And the pitch to the plate floats high and outside. Two and one. 
Back-to-back batters. It's Sarah's fell behind, but she was able to get the out against Schultz. Fell behind 3-0, came back 3-1, and then on that sec- on the sixth pitch of the at-bat, was able to get the ground out to second baseman Maya Hodges. He does fall back 2-1 here in the count. And the pitch to the plate, swung on, popped up around home plate. Coming in is Fincham from third in front of the plate. She'll take it for the second out of the inning. Ball was popped up right in front of home plate. Ivers had her mask off, but Casey Fincham did a nice job of calling everybody off and taking control of that ball in the infield. Yeah, that's a lot easier job for Fincham to take that pit, take that catch than Ivers to come out from behind the plate and try to grab it. And that'll bring up Grace Glass. Glass hitting 333. The left fielder, another left-handed hitter against Sarah Miller, the righty. Two down. Now Fincham comes in at third. And that pitch is upstairs for a ball. 1-0 the count. Well, the sun has peaked back behind the clouds. They said it was going to be a cloudy day today, but it supposedly is 80 degrees, but it really doesn't feel like it's that hot. And the 1-0 pitch to the plate is swung on and missed. Glass, a slap hitter, and she ran up and missed that offering. Yeah, as you mentioned, she is a slap hitter. you got Fincham playing in close. Aaliyah maybe a step and a half closer in shortstop. Hodge not so far back on the infield and Gabbard up on first. And Miller delivers the 1-1. Swung on and grounded to third. Coming in Fincham. Fires to first in time. Six up, six down for Calvin against Sarah Miller. We head to the second, and there is still no score from Decatur on UltimateSportsTalk.com. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Looking for future leaders we can believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Ohio. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It includes learning to listen, accepting responsibility, being a good role model, and it's about respect. The result, it transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Well, we've played an inning and a half of this ball game. No score, no hits, no errors. Nobody has reached base as of yet. And for the Lions, they'll bring up Sarah Miller, Casey Bramble, and Maya Hodge. Miller hitting 336 on the year in the tourney. The senior 0 for 6 with one sacrifice, but she came in with 32 RBIs on the season. So Miller will step in against... Borst, Borst pitched a perfect first inning, and that pitch swung on, fly ball, left field, coming in his glass, and she'll take it for the first out of the inning. Again, another first pitch out for the Lions. Both teams swinging at the first pitch here early, being aggressive early, and uh, the Lions are getting the ball put out in play and uh, just kind of hitting it right right to the Calvin defense here early. And that'll bring up Bramble Casey, the left fielder, hitting 367 coming into this afternoon's ball game. No score, one away here in the bottom of the second inning. Borst into the wind and the pitch called strike over the outside corner. Casey Bramble had a nice day on Thursday against number one DePaul. Kami Henry was able to get two hits off of her and uh, struggled just a little bit yesterday, but hopefully she can get the back goings this afternoon. 0-1 the count. 
Bramble squares, then pulls the bat back. Now she'll lay it down, but it'll go foul behind home plate. Count moves to 0-2. A little different look for Casey Bramble. Yeah. Normally she throws that attempt, or she acts like she's going to put the bunt down, pulls it back. That's just part of her normal bat routine. But that time she actually attempted to put a bunt down for a base hit, and it just rolled foul, and now she's back in the count 0-2. 0-2 the count, one down here in the second inning of play. Borst into the wind, and Bramble takes that one outside. Nice miss right there by Borst. She was up 0-2 and tried to get Bramble to chase something on the outside corner and just missed that. 1-2 and two now the count. Bramble right-handed batter, sophomore. She squares again, now pulls it back, and that pitch swung on and tapped weakly to third. Coming in, the third baseman, Stanelius, and the throw across for the second out of the inning. Talked about Stanelius over at third for Calvin, how tough she's been all tournament for them. And it was a slow roller with Bramble speed. She had to clean it, filled, or filled it cleanly and made the throw over to first for the second out of the inning. So Hodge will come up to the plate, batting 358 on the year. Second baseman, freshman in the tournament. She is 0 for 4, had a sacrifice and been hit by a pitch. And the pitch to Hodge is taken over the inside corner for a called strike. Maya's had an outstanding freshman year. We mentioned it yesterday. She could have been up for, she was the first team HCAC all team, and she could have been up for newcomer of the year and potentially could have won it. And again, she should have. <laughs> that pitch swung on. Grounded to short. Coming in is Duong. Throw across in time to get Hodge, and that'll do it for the Lions again. Three up, three down, nothing across. We head to the third. It's a scoreless ball game between Calvin and the Mount on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus. It's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options, free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar Store, or delivered to your off-campus residence. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris back here in Decatur, Illinois, Mellican University as we head to the third inning of the scoreless regional elimination game. If the Mount wins, they'll play the next game about 45 minutes after this one against DePaul. And I know the girls want DePaul again. Yeah, they want another chance at that number one team in the country. They played them pretty tough on Thursday. Just an unfortunate break there and the 3-1 to loss. But uh, you can't look past this Calvin team. They're gritty, they're fighting, and they're fighting for their season as well. So leading it off will be Kayla Gruen. Gruen, the center fielder, hitting 261 on the season. Miller into the wind. And the first pitch of the third swung on and grounded past Beth Goddard right there in the dugout opening on her bucket. Once again, Calvin coming out swinging at the first pitch. Both teams are being pretty aggressive here at the plate. Nobody's got a hit yet in the game, but both teams are being aggressive at the plate so far early. 
Miller peering in, looking for the sign. And now delivers the 0-1 pitch to Gruen as a change up outside to 1-1. One one. Miller with the outfield. Playing straight away. Gabbard and Fincham even with the bags at third and first. And the 1-1 pitch is down for a strike. Nice frame job by Ivers right there to get the strike call. Looked like it was going to be called low, but they did call it a strike. And the count one and two to the leadoff hitter here in the third. And the two-strike pitch to the plate. Swung on and foul tipped right off the glove. And then the mask of the home plate umpire, Mike Carby. So the count remains one and two. Coach Goderwitz comes out to check on the home plate umpires. It did take off his mask. They're going to give him a second to walk around, check on him. So good sportsmanship right there by Coach Beth Goderwitz. Gruen, as we said, hitting 261 coming into today. One and two, the count to her right-handed batter. Gruen, a senior. Then comes another senior, Stanilius, the third baseman, on deck. She'll be a right-handed batter also. One and two, the count. And Miller into the wind, and the pitch is down low. Nice stop by Ivers. And the count evens up two and two. Crowd pretty quiet here early, just kind of everybody on the other edge of their seat in elimination game, just waiting to waiting for something to happen, waiting for the first base runner, base hit, run, something that they can get up about. Mount crowd to our left today. Yesterday they were to our right. Two and two the count. Two Gruen and the pitch is in tight. And the count now three and two. Nice job by Gruen here to take a couple pitches and get this thing back to a full count. Second full count unofficially that Miller has gone to here today. And the payoff pitch to the center fielder for Calvin. Swung on, fouled down the right field side, out of play. Becky Hilgert, the head coach and in the third base coach's box. And Ryan Ganzevet is down the first baseline, coaching down there. Three and two the count. Miller to the leadoff hitter. Into the wind and the pitch swung on and fouled over the first base side again. Hit on top of the dugout and the count stays three and two. Nice at bat here by Groen. She's making Sarah throw a couple pitches and uh, trying to make it tough here for the first out of the third inning. Bottom third of the batting order due up for Calvin. Miller rocks into the motion and again the three-two pitch swung on and grounded foul this time to the third base side. Oh, now you're just, you're just teasing me now, Brian. Brian just brought over a full cup of M&M peanuts. He's just, he's just tempting me now. This is unfair. <laughs> the 3-2 pitch to the plate swung on and hit twice. She was in the batter's box, but it bounced in front of the plate and then the backswing hit it again. <laughs> and now he moves the cup even closer to me. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> Brian and his staff here at Milligan have done an outstanding job, and now they're doing nothing but tempting me with M&M peanuts. The 3-2 and two pitch now to Gruen. That pitch swung on and tapped wide of second, picking it up. Hodge, throw first in time. 
Boy, what a nice play by Maya Hodge. Big time play by Hodge. It was a hard hit ball in between first and second. She took a slide, slid on her knee, was able to gather it, make a hard throw to Gabbert for a big time out right there in the first out of the third inning. Big time play by Maya Hodge as a defense. Go ahead and put a star next to that, Dave. Yep, I already did. Amber Stanelius is the next hitter, the third baseman. Hitting 197, right-handed batter, one down in the inning. Boy, what a great play by Hodge. Been outstanding all year long, so nothing nothing short of that for her. And a pitch to Stanelius, swung on it, grounded wide of third in the third base coach's box foul. I think that play even looked smoother on this turf. She kind of slid on the turf as she gathered that going over to her left and made a nice throw over to Gabbert for the first out. So tough play by Hodge at second. Oh, and one the count, one down. Fincham, a few steps in at third and close to the line. End of the wind and the 0-1 pitch to Stenelius is taken at the letters. Just a little bit high for a ball, 1-1. One one. one down here in the third inning. No score. And Miller's pitch to the plate. That is a strike. Hit the outside edge of the plate, one and two. Sarah's just kind of cool, calm, and collected as she always is. She's taking her time. She's taking deep breaths, and uh, she's really doing a nice job here early. Next thing you know, Brian's going to bring out Reese's peanut butter cups, and then I'm really in trouble. And the one-two pitch swung on and missed. That might have been foul tip right into the glove of Ivers, but... That's going to be go down as a strikeout, second of the ball game for Sarah. Two down, and it brings to the plate Sydney Duong. Nice job by Ivers to hang back there behind the plate as Sarah gets the strikeout swinging for the second out. And Sarah continues to look comfortable in the circle if we can just get a couple runs for her. So Young is up to the plate, hitting 3.30 on the year, the shortstop. And the pitch to the plate, uh, and that hits the outside corner for a called strike on one. No balls, one strike, two down here in the top of the third inning. Still scoreless from Milliken. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate. Swung on in line, foul down the left field side. Got down into the bullpen. Gracie Smith and Cam McCool down there getting loose, and Cam throws it back in from the dugout. (laughs) Cam never broke the smile. No. (laughs) That's just the kind. And then Tucker throws the ball and launches it, trying to get it back into Ivers, and... She threw it halfway up the screen over Ivers' head. Ivers is asking her what happened. Aaliyah's laughing. I think Aaliyah may have done that one on purpose. Owen to the count. Continue to play loose if you're the Lions today. Yep. Leadoff hitter on deck in Horvath. And the 0-2 pitch to the plate is in tight. One and two. Talked about Kay McCool just a little bit. I know we've talked about her on several of the broadcasts, but... I honestly can say she is the ultimate teammate. She's the cheerleader. She's the leader. And she has been fantastic. And her and Sarah Miller's relationship has continued to grow over the last couple of years, and it's really special. And the one-two pitch to the plate is just off the outside corner, two and two. Had us got a picture of them yesterday. Sarah was coming off the mound as we were taking her out, and Cam was going in. And at the time, we were down... Or it was a two to two ball game and Sarah wasn't sure if she would ever pitch again for the mount, so it was a really special moment for them and Kane was able to go out and hang up the win for us. Two and two the count. That pitch just off the outside corner again. Now the count goes three and two. 
Two down in the inning. Young hitting 330, the shortstop. Number nine hitter in the order. Two down, three and two the count. And the pitch to the plate is high. She walked her. Tough walk right there by Sarah in the nine hole right there. Late off comes up for the first base runner of the game for Calvin. First base runner. Snaps a streak of eight in a row for Sarah. Two down and it brings up Horvath who flied to center. Left-handed batter. Horvath on the year, 366. Horvath was in the batter's box and then Sarah backed off the rubber. Horvath stepped out. Now she's back in. Miller on the rubber. Gets the sign. Runner at first is Young. And there she goes. And the throw down to second base on a high pitch is not in time. Ball glanced off the glove of Tucker and sliding into second with a stolen base is Young. Young got a nice jump off first base. And Ivers throws on the money. It looks like just when Aaliyah went to apply the tag, the ball just kind of bopped up right out of her glove. But nothing hurt here. Two outs. We do have a runner on second. Leadoff hitter up for Calvin if you're looking for Sarah just to put the ball over the plate and let your defense work for you right here. One or no the count. Playing in at third is Fincham. In at first is Gabbard. Runner at second is Young. One or no the count now to Horvath, the leadoff hitter, and she takes that one outside. Two and oh. Two balls, no strikes. Miller, the senior, moves into the motion. Taking a lot of time in between pitches today. That pitch swung on a line right to Hodge. And she grabs it for the third out of the inning. Another star defensive play by Maya Hodge in the inning. But in the inning for Calvin, they get no runs on no hits. They leave one runner on via the walk. And no errors for the Lions in the inning. We head to the bottom of the third. We are still scoreless here in Millican. Across divisions, sports, championships, and schools for nearly half a million student-athletes. College sports create lifelong opportunity, and that starts with education. We've raised the academic bar, so more are earning degrees, creating healthier campuses by working with the nation's brightest minds, and making sure more have the chance to succeed and are supported on their journey. But beyond the numbers, it's about opportunity, and we're working to provide it for every student-athlete. Changing lives is what great teachers do. And as I saw more students struggling to read, I looked to Mount St. Joseph University for help. The Mount is a national leader in reading science with highly effective research-based methods. Their faculty equipped me to teach students with a range of learning differences, and I was able to make an immediate impact in the classroom. The Mount's fully online reading science program helped me climb higher in my career, but more importantly, is improving the lives of my students. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. Well, I was fully prepared to let Chris do this inning so I could eat these M&M peanuts right beside me, but... <laughs> Can't change anything up. <laughs> no score as we head to the bottom of the third. It is Woodyard, Gabbard, and Fincham. Woodyard, her first at bat today, hitting 304 coming in. She's 0 for 5 in the tournament, but she does have a sacrifice fly for an RBI. Gracie, the right fielder and right-handed batter. And the first pitch swung on, popped foul, and that's going to drift out of play behind the third base dugout. 
Owen won the count. I know we had to go to break after that out by Hodge, but there was a diving catch, line drive by Hodge to end that inning, and two star plays by the freshman second baseman. In that inning. So there is an 0-1 count now to Woodyard, and first pitch, swung on and tapped to the third baseman. Stanelius throws over to first in time. Nice hop by Stanelius, caught it on a high hop, was able to gather it and uh, throw it over to first for the first out. And and we haven't spoke about it enough, but Boris is kind of, we've hit the ball on her, but she's kind of, obviously, she hasn't given up a hit yet. The mount's put it in play, but, I mean, she's going to start to get into a groove as well if we don't start to try to get some base runners here. Rachel Gabbard. The first baseman. And she takes that first pitch for a called strike. Owen won the count. Sun has peaked behind the clouds here in Milliken, and that pitch is low and inside. Gabbard had to lift her back leg to get out of the way of that one, one and one. Calvin not expecting a bunt out of the Lions first baseman. One and one the count to Gabbard, and that pitch is a strike at the knees. Looks like Boris may have changed speeds on that pitch, and the count now goes to one and two. Scoreless game. Nobody has picked up a hit as of yet. And the pitch swung on and missed. Gabbard goes down. Borch's second strike out of the ballgame. Borch was able to get ahead in the count and then obviously go out over that outside corner and get Gabbard to chase swinging for the strikeout for the second out of the inning. And that brings up Casey Fincham. Fincham, the third baseman, had a hit yesterday. Hitting 281 coming in, and that pitch is outside for a ball. One or no the count. Into the wind and the 1-0. That pitch floats. Looked like it was over, but may have been high. And the count now 2-0. Two balls, no strikes. Two down here in the third inning of play. And the pitch swung and fouled. Fincham fouled it right off of her front leg. And she crumples down right in front of the plate. And she is down on all fours right there in the right-handed batter's box. And everybody's down checking her out. She found that one right off the high ankle or instep. Aliyah's in there throwing jokes at her as she's trying to make sure she's okay. And she's over there making fun of her. Aliyah's, yeah, <laughs> standing there saying, you went down in a crump. Uh, trainers out. Third base head coach Beth Goddard was first base assistant coach D.D. Morris checking on her. It looks like and, she's going to be okay. Yeah, Fincham's going <laughs> to run. Beth Goddard wants her to run and make sure that she's okay. And she does. And Fincham, again, Tucker had something funny to say to her. Whatever it was, we don't know. And it may have even been on an airable. Nonetheless. <laughs> two and one, the count, two down. To Fincham as she steps back into the batter's box and Boris pitch swung on and blew to third coming in Stanelius. She'll take it on the run. A perfect three innings for Boris here in this ball game as we head to the fourth. It's Calvin nothing, the Mount nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. They say that great teams are built on teamwork, unity, and camaraderie. They say that great teams succeed when everyone's voice is heard, when everyone's included. 
laugh together, build together, lift each other up. They say it takes a lot of hard work to be a great team. So we say, let's get to it. Stay up to date with all your sports information on UltimateSportsTalk.com, Mount St. Joseph University, and Roger Bacon High School Sports. Talk about the Cincinnati Reds and Cleveland Indians on the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night at 9 during the baseball season. Minute by minute scores, opinion articles, stories from the pros, college, and high school levels, including the WWE, MMA, and UFC. Increase your workout level and tickets to any sporting event all in one spot. Check out UltimateSportsTalk.com every day for your sports fix. Well, your line score in this one, very, very easy for the Mount. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left. And for Calvin, no runs, no hits, no errors. And they've left one on base through the first three innings of play. It'll be the two, three, and four hitters for Calvin coming up. Middlecombe, Stock, and Schultz. Middlecombe, left-handed batter, hitting 451 on the year. Right fielder. She popped out to short her last time up. And again, we've still got business down in the bullpen. Grace Smith and Cam McCool. Warming up in the bullpen for the Lions. Sarah Miller has faced one over the minimum, and that was a walk. So Biddlecombe, left-handed batter. Fincham playing way in at third base. Gabbard in at first also to the leadoff hitter here in the fourth inning of play. Scoreless game. And the pitch, squaring to bunt, takes it outside for a ball. Two big-time hitters here for Sarah Miller. Biddlecombe has a lot of speed. And then obviously on the deck, on deck number three, Grace Stock. So big, big two-punch hitter, hitters right here for Calvin. So big inning here for Sarah. You're just trying to get those M&M peanuts out of your mouth right now. Want to know the count. That pitch hangs upstairs. And the count now 2-0. and I had to walk around you in between innings. You kept the cup over there on the left side of you. I couldn't, I'm stuck over here in the corner. I couldn't get any. I can't get you to do any play-by-play, so I can have some. 2-0 <laughs> and the count. And the delivery to Biddlecombe swung on and grounded over the not-stretched grub. Tucker grabs it, throw to first, is not in time. Heck of a play by Aaliyah. She had to go on the second, other side of second base. But as we mentioned, Biddlecombe has some speed, so... Nice play by Tucker. Biddleton comes out with a runner on first with her speed, and now Calvin's looking to get something going here. First hit of the ball game, and Biddlecombe definitely beat it out. It was mm-hmm. a close play, bang, bang, but she had a beat, and that will bring up Stock. Stock struck out looking her last time up, so she is 0 for 1, and we'll see what Biddlecombe's going to be doing here. Smith, excuse me, Miller into the wind. And the pitch, there goes the runner. Pitch taken for a ball, throw down in time, and they got her at second. Boom, bang, bang play. Nice job by Ivers on a big-time play. Put a star by, by that one, Dave. They try to get Biddlecombe to steal second. Ivers throws a dart down to Aaliyah, and she puts the tag on for a big-time out in this fourth inning. Boy, and they had her by a couple of steps. So one down in the inning, and Stock, who took that pitch, for a strike is what they called it, so it's 0-1 the count. I thought he signaled it high, but he's got it at 0-1. And the pitch to Stock is a floater inside called strike two, and Stock backs out of the batter's box. Doesn't like that call, but the count goes to 0-2. That's twice now on two at-bats that so we've been able to get the changeup working on Stock. You're up 0-2 here, nothing over the plate. She's a dangerous hitter. 
One down in the inning, nobody on. And a scoreless duel in the fourth inning of play. Into the wind. And the pitch is outside. Waste pitch by Miller. And the count moves to one and two. Boy, the Lions have had three excellent defensive plays here in this first game today. Two by Hodge and one by Ivers to gun down the runner. That pitch swung on. Fly ball center field. Moving over to her right into left center field is Otto. And she takes it for the second out of the inning. So far, Sarah's done a really good job of getting ahead of Stock, one of their best hitters in the lineup, and uh, got her on the strikeout early and then <clears throat> pop up to center field right there. Brooke had to move a little bit to her right, but a really good job by Sarah Miller here as she continues to grind in this fourth inning. And that'll bring up Allie Schultz. Schultz, the freshman, came in hitting 273. She grounded a second. Her first time up, so she is 0 for 1. And the pitch to her, swung on, fly ball over near third base. Fincham calls for it, and she'll take it, shoulder high. And that's it in the inning. So the first hit of the ball game registered by Calvin, but cut down at second on the attempted steal. So three up, basically three down for Calvin. We head to the bottom of the fourth. We're still scoreless for Milliken on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. NCAA TV and marketing rights fees. Where does the money go? Long answer, 96% of the revenue is used to fund 88 championships and support 1,055 member colleges and universities who together provide $2 billion annually in financial aid to more than 400,000 student-athletes so they can compete and learn. Short answer, we put our money where our mission is. Well, for the Lions here in the bottom of the fourth inning, they've got the top of the order coming up to the plate. Aaliyah Tucker, Brooke Otto, and Elizabeth Ivers. Forced has faced nine, retired nine. No score here in the bottom of the fourth inning, and Aaliyah Tucker, who fouled out to third base on the first pitch of the ball game, steps in. Look for Aaliyah to maybe be a little bit more patient at this at bat. And the first pitch to Tucker is low and outside for a ball. 1-0 the count. Well, it was in this at bat last night that Tucker unleashed the home run to left field. Her second time up. At that time, the Lions were down 2-0. And that pitch squares to Bunt, takes it inside for a ball, 2-0. Nice job by Leah. She's ahead in the count, 2-0, taking a few pitches here. And I think you're going to start to see that a little bit from the Lions offense. Starting to make uh, Borst throw a couple more pitches as she's kind of cruised through this ball game. Borst into the wind, and that pitch is taken inside for a ball, 3-0. and I'm not sure I give the green light here on 3-0, especially if you're just looking for base runners. You're looking for something to happen to put a little bit of pressure on Calvin. In the past, they've given her the green light. That pitch, she takes it for a strike. We saw her swing 3-0 at Transy Mm -hmm. a couple of times. 3-1 the count now. Otto is on deck. 
Pitch swung on and tapped foul over near the third base dugout off the screen. Came and the up, count now moves full. Came up in on her hands right there on the 3-1 pitch. So bring it to a full count. So, three and two. Tucker out of the box. Looks down to third base coach Pascadawis. Now steps in. And the payoff from Borst is swung on and lined into left field. Base hit over the outstretched glove of the third baseman Stenelius. Nice at bat by Aaliyah. She was patient at this at bat. And, uh, Borst tried to get her on a changeup. Aaliyah stayed back on it and was able to put a line drive over the third baseman's head out in the left field for the first hit of the ball game. And now we've got something going with Aaliyah on the base path. And Aaliyah coming into this tournament hasn't had an opportunity to run, but she's 28 for 32 in stolen bases this year. Brooke Otto steps into the plate. She was struck out looking on a changeup her last time up 0 for 1. Pitch swung on, bunted by Otto, but it'll go foul. Need Brooke to get this bunt down right here. You gotta play small ball in a tight ball game like this. One or two runs might win this thing, so you gotta get this bunt down in this situation if you're Brooke Otto. She tried to bunt last night against Bellhaven and couldn't get it down. Worked out in our favor as yeah. she was able to draw the walk, and then Ivers brought both her and Tucker in. And she squares again, bunts it out in front of the plate. Fair ball. Throw to first base in time to get Otto, but taking second on the sacrifice is Tucker. Way to Boy, do that it. thing came really close to hitting the bat. Yeah, way to do a job, Brooke Otto. Square around. Get your bunt down. Aaliyah standing at second with one out. And B. Ivers is coming up, and you know what she does with runners on. So Tucker now is at second base. And it brings to the plate Ivers. Elizabeth fly to center her last time up. So she's 0 for 1 in this tournament. She's got one RBI, 1 for 7. 32 on the year. And that pitch taken inside for a ball. Sarah Miller's on deck. First time anybody's had a runner at second base in this game. Ivers here, be patient. Look for a ball, anything in the gap, anything in the outfield. I think we're going to be aggressive with Tucker Speed at second. One and oh the count. Peering in his board stand. The pitch to Ivers is a called nope off, off the outside corner. Two and oh. Ivers ahead in the count two oh here. She's gonna have to throw you something, so be patient, get a pitch here and drive it. Home plate umpire has that delayed strike call, but normally you can tell if he's calling a strike by his head kind of bobs before he signals it. And that time I thought he did, but he didn't, and that pitch is in tight. Three and oh. Tucker playing games down at second base now with Calvin, much like Calvin was doing yesterday against DePaul. 3-0 and the count to Ivers with first base open, Tucker at second. And that pitch is on the outside corner called strike one. Ivers still heading the count 3-1. Looks like Beth didn't give her the green light there on 3-0. So smart. Make Borst throw some pitches here as we do have a runner at second with a lot of speed. Ivers right-handed batter deep in the batter's box today. And the 3-1 pitch swung on a line Ooh. foul right there <laughs> into the screen of the third base dugout. Sarah Miller and Coach Goddard was both ducked out of the way as Ivers got all that one down the left field line and it brings it to a full count. Just straighten that up right there and that's a run. Miller on deck, three and two. Tucker still at second, one down here in the bottom of the fourth. Borst into the wind, and the right-handed senior throws it. Fly ball, popped into short left. Going back is the shortstop, 
Young, and she'll grab it near the line into short left field. So there are two outs, and Tucker has to hold it second. Bors was able to win that battle against Ivers, and a nice play by the shortstop. Ran over down the left field line and made the second out of the inning. Well, now the Lions need a hit out of their senior with two down. To help herself, Sarah Miller. Miller flied to left her first time up. Runner at second is Tucker, two down, and that pitch high and outside for a ball. Sarah's due for a big-time hit. Gruen out in center, started out in left center, and on that pitch immediately ran over into right center, and now she's back almost in dead center field. 1-0 the count to Miller. Pitch swung on, base hit the left field inside the line. Tucker's going to round third. Here she comes home. She's going to score the first run of the ball game, and Miller drives in it. The first run of the game with an RBI single and takes second on the throw. It's one nothing Mount. You called it, Dave. Big-time senior making a big-time play. She was able to get a pitch and an identical hit to Aaliyah. Got it up over the third baseman's head for a double. And Aaliyah was able to score easy from second. And the Lions take the lead here in the bottom of the first. So good job by the both seniors, Aaliyah Tucker and Sarah Miller, to deliver right here. I don't think there was any way Beth was going to no. hold Tucker at third on that play. I'm not sure, so sure Goddard was, could have held Tucker up. She was <laughs> rolling when she was coming off second base. So Miller is at second, took second on the throw after the base hit, and it brings up Bramble. And Bramble takes that pitch high and outside. A little bit of... Different approach uh, this time around for the Lions offense. They're taking a little bit more pitches, being patient, letting her have to throw pitches, and it's working so far. 1-0 the count to Bramble. Again, Squares pulls it back and then swings and misses at the floater over the heart of the plate. 1-1. One one. Nice change up by Boris right there. Casey has not made good contact over the last two or three ball games. She came into this tournament hot. One and one the count. And the pitch. That one's a called strike at the knees. Fastball and the count now one and two. When things are going bad for you at the plate, you always find yourself in a two-strike count. And Bramble right down, down in the count. One and two. Two down. Miller still at second base. Borst into the wind. And the one-two pitch swung on. Fly ball out into short center field. And it's going to drop for a base hit. Miller was on the run. Here she comes to the plate. She throws home. And it is in time to get Miller at the plate. Boy, an excellent throw by Gruen. They got it to stock behind the plate. And Miller is cut down at the plate 8-2. But in the inning... For the Lions, they pick up one run on three base hits in the inning, no errors, and they leave one on as we head to the top of the fifth. It's the Mount One, Calvin Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore. It's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. 
The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, after being cut down at the plate trying to score, Sarah Miller is back out on the mound for this fifth inning. And the Lions have taken the lead, one to nothing, heading into the top of the fifth. Mark that down as a star for Calvin's defense. Outstanding play by the center fielder on a perfect throw. I like the aggressiveness by Coach Goderwiss, and it took a perfect throw, and Calvin delivered to keep this to a one-run game. But nice job by the offense to play small ball, a couple base hits, and take the one-nothing lead. Did you see if Miller got a good jump off of second base? I mean, there was two yeah. outs. But yeah, she got a good jump. It was just a perfect throw that was able to get her at the plate, so tip the cap to Calvin on the defensive effort. So Yant, Glass, and Gruen up to the plate now for Calvin down one to nothing. Yant 0 for 1 in the ball game. Popped the third her last time up. Lions ahead on the scoreboard. One to nothing heading into this top of the fifth. And the pitch to the plate is just off the outside corner for a ball. One to know the count. Sarah today using a lot of time in between pitches. And the 1-0 is down low and inside. 2-0. Yeah, you can tell her she's taking a lot of deep breaths, taking a couple walks around the circle, just a little bit more time. And uh, you just wonder when we will see Cam McCool. Temperature good today, and it's rather cool, but it's still around 80 degrees. That pitch swung on and fouled back and out of play over the right side of the bleachers. Two and one. So, I mean, it's not a day that is really zapping you of your energy because of the heat so far. But you know the formula today. It's going to be Cam and Miller the whole way through for as long as they can go. That pitch swung on. Fly ball. Left field. Bramble coming in on the run and takes it shoulder high for the first out of the inning. Nice job by Sarah to battle. Keep battling. Let your defense work for you in this situation. And uh, it was a fly ball high out the left field. Casey Bramble was able to get underneath of it for the first out of the inning. And that will bring up Glass. Glass grounded third her first time up. So she is 0 for 1. She's a left-handed hitter. One down here in the... Top of the fifth. Lions on top of a one to nothing. And that pitch swung on and slapped foul behind home plate up against the screen. This is a big inning for Sarah. You got six, seven, eight, nine. So I would assume see if she can get you through here and then go to Cam for the final six outs of the game. Have some of those MM peanuts here beside you because I don't know if I can have them or not. <laughs> I said, have some of those MM peanuts. <laughs> Feel free. <laughs> They're staring me in the face. <laughs> Owen won the count. And the pitch swung on and missed. And the count moves to Owen 2. One down in the inning. Glass came in hitting 333 on the year. Owen 2 the count. And Miller into the one out pitch. And that pitch, oh, just. 
out of the strike zone on a changeup. Nice pitch by Sarah Miller right there. One and two now. That's one of those pitches that may have fooled even the home plate umpire because everybody else was fooled, and the count goes to one and two. And the pitch to the plate. Check swing. She did not go far enough. Wow. Two and two the count. Glass doing a nice job to get back into this count. Two, two. Took two close pitches right there. So see if Sarah can get this second out of the inning. Two and two. Into the wind, Miller. And the two strike, one out pitch is swung on a miss. Got her that time for the strikeout. Two down. Got her to chase something on the outside corner and got a strike, strikeout swinging for Sarah. She gets the second out of the inning and one more to go as we try to get to the bottom of the fifth and maybe that Lions offense can tack on a couple more runs. Third strikeout of the ball game for Miller and it brings up Kayla Gruen. Gruen the center fielder. Bounced to second on an excellent play by Hodge moving to her left. So she's 0 for 1, and that pitch is a called strike. 0 and 1 the count, 2 down here in the fifth inning. Lions leading it 1 to nothing. Miller peering in. And the 0 1 pitch to the plate. Check swing upstairs, though, 1 and 1. Game's moving right along. We're only an hour into it. Already into the top of the fifth. End of the wind. One and one the count. And the pitch swung on and grounded wide at third. Tucker picks it up. She's going to throw in the dirt to Gabbard. She got it, but beating it out at first base is Gruen. Gruen, nice speed. It was deep in the hole. Leah did a good job as far as gathering it, but it was far deep in the hole. And uh, with growing speed, she was able to get on it first. And uh, nobody hurt here. Two outs, runner on first. Calvin looking to try to get something going and try to tie this ball game up. That brings up the, well, it should be the third baseman, Stanelius, but it will not be. And we're going to have a pinch hitter. Pinch hitting for Calvin is number 23, Addie Warner. Addie Warner is going to be the pinch hitter from South Bend, Indiana. She is a junior pinch hitting for Stenelius. So Warner checks in, and I would guess that she is only going to be a pinch hitter. And Stenelius will be reinserted. So that will bring up Warner. Warner, right-handed batter. With two down, and that pitch swung on and fouled straight back. Runner at first base is Gruen. That was the second hit, by the way, of the ball game. Warner coming in. Warner coming in with nice numbers, hitting 355, seven doubles and two home runs, and 14 RBI. So a really big pinch hitter here for Calvin. Oh, and one the count. Into the wind by Miller, and the two-out pitch is a changeup called strike two. Nice changeup by Sarah. She's been on the last two days with that changeup pitch. And up 0-2. Don't leave anything over the plate here. you got one or two pitches to waste to a good pinch hitter. 0-2 the count. Two down. Pairing in is Miller. The wind by Sarah. And the two-out pitch swung on. Popped up over near third in foul territory. And the coach's box is finching. And she'll take it for the third out of the inning. So Miller gives up an infield single, but no runs in the inning. 
No errors and just one left on as we head to the bottom of the fifth. The Mount holding on to a one to nothing lead in this elimination game on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Social media has exploded over the years. The way we interact, receive news, and comment with everything has changed in this decade. And Twitter is where people usually discover what's happening. This is Dave Mitchell. With over 500 million tweets being sent each day, hundreds of millions of people are exploring links, articles, retweets, trends, and moments to find out what's new. Businesses strengthen their brands, friends promote themselves, and some just want more followers and likes. I just want to hear from you. Before, during, or after, send me your comments about the game to my Twitter, OHBBCoHost. That's O-H-B-B-C-O-H-O-S-T. I hope to hear from you soon. That's OHBBCoHost. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. Whether entering the nursing field, changing careers, or expanding your professional skills, innovative simulation labs and a variety of clinical sites prepare you to deliver exceptional patient care. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs taught by highly credentialed faculty, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Well, I think Beth Goddard has got a decision to make as to whether to stick with Sarah Miller or go with Cam McCool in the next inning. But the Lions, what they do here at the plate may have something to say about that as Maya Hodge leads it off and takes a strike at the knees. We've talked about the bottom part of this lineup delivering in, in moments all season long. And it would be a big time right now to get another insurance run for the Lions. All and one to Hodge, and that pitch taken inside for a ball, one and one. Maya, 0 for 1 in the ball game. She grounded a short in the second inning. One ball, one strike, one nothing. The mount leads it here in the bottom of the fifth. And that is a strike over the outside corner. Perfect pitch, one and two. Can't not mention Maya's two big-time defensive plays that she's made in this game. One and two the count to Hodge, and the pitch swung on and grounded over the third baseman's head and into left field for a high-bouncing base hit. Stenelius is back in at third, and that one just bounced over her outstretched gloves. She couldn't get it, so a base hit for Maya Hodge, her first here in this regional tournament, and the Lions have the leadoff hitter on board with nobody out, and Gracie Woodyard coming to the plate. Play another small ball right here, try to get Maya to second. Maya was able to get a high chopper over the third baseman for the single. Play a little small ball to get Maya to second. Woodyard squares, looks it up in front of the plate, and it goes foul on the first base side. The Lions have had difficulty in this tournament laying the bunt down. Yeah, you need to get this one down and then, uh, you know, let, let Gabbert and Fincham see what they can do with Hodge at second. Put a little pressure on this Calvin defense. Got to get the bunts down. All in one, the count. Into the wind and the pit squares the bunt again. That hit, hit her bat again, but she was in the, no, they're gonna say she was out of the batter's box. It bounced up, hit the bat. Looked like Woodyard was still in the batter's box, but the umpire said she was out and it's an out and they return Hodge to set, to first base. You mentioned it all weekend. We've struggled with putting the sack bunts down. We were really good at that in the regular season and in conference play. So one away and it brings up Gabbard. And Gabbard takes that one down low for a ball. Gabbard coming in, doing a fantastic job at the plate. Hard hit ball here in any gap. She got speed on the bases with Hodge, so I'd let her hit away here and see what we can come up with. One and another count. And that pitch is outside 2-0. and 
Talked about Rachel. She's coming into this tournament hitting 418, second on the team. So really been a spark in the bottom of that lineup. 2-0 the count. Hodge at first, one out. And that pitch, check swing on an in-tight fastball. And the count now moves to 3-0. and You hate to look ahead, but if Gabbert can get on, finch him on deck, then that would bring Aaliyah onto the on-deck circle. So it would be a big time for her to come up with runners on. Forced into the wind and delivers the 3-0. That's a strike right down Main Street. 3-1. and one. Boy, this has been a good game, as was yesterday's game against Bellhaven in that elimination contest. 3-1. and one. The pitch swung on and tapped foul behind home plate. Gabbard had a good swing on it. 3-2. and two. We've seen all the games here this regional tournament this weekend. And pitching's been the key. And we talked a lot about errors has been a big difference in the Huge. ball games with runs and stuff like that. So limited offense, limited chances, and then the pitching's been really tough this weekend for all the teams. Three and two, the pitch to Gabbard. Swung on and grounded wide to third and in the base hit into left field. So Gabbard with a base hit into left field. Lions have runners at first and second. Now one out. And it's going to bring up Casey Fincham. Gabbard delivers in a big time moment. Was able to single in between third and short for the single. And looks like we're going to have a base runner. Alyssa Whitmere, number zero, typically comes in for Gabbard to run. And here she comes. Yep. And uh, that'll put on speed for first and second with Fincham. And then that brings Tucker out onto the on-deck circle. So big opportunity here for the Lions to look to get one or two more runs. Whitmer on at first base now, running for Gabbard. And like you said, Chris, the Lions have a lot of speed on the bases right now with Hodge at second and Whitmer at first, and it brings up Casey Fincham. And Fincham has been a sacrifice machine, but with Tucker on deck, you may see Fincham lay something down here. But then they could intentionally walk Tucker if she's successful, and the pitch to the plate, they're going to let her swing away, and that pitch is taken down low, 1-0. I think you let her swing away here. only reason why is you got speed on the bases. Just be smart on the bases. Don't get doubled up. A ball in the outfield, Hodge can score from second, and a ball in the gap, Whitmer can score all the way from first. And the 1-0 pitch, Fincham takes that for a strike, 1-1. One one. We have really been patient in the back part of this ball game. Early on, we were aggressive. Now we're being patient, and we're finding ourselves in better situations at the plate. One ball, one strike, Borst into the wind, and the pitch swung on and lined down the right field line, but it'll curve foul over near the batting cages. Out of play, and the count now one and two. Tucker is on deck in a one nothing mount lead here in the bottom of the fifth. Borst on top of the rubber, into the wind, and this pitch is a floater outside, and the count evens up at two and two. She likes going to that changeup when she gets ahead of the count, two strikes, and a tough pitch to lay off on Fincham, but just missed on the outside corner, two-two count, so you got to come here to you and see if you can't drive a pitch. Two balls, two strikes, pitch to Fincham is outside, three and two. Big pitch coming up in this ball game, Dave. Full count, runners on first and second, one out. You do not want to put Fincham on if you're Boris with Tucker coming up with the bases loaded. No, sir. So if you're Fincham, you're going to get something to hit here. And there goes a runner, and the ball hit out into right field. Whitmer took off, but the right fielder came in in middle camp, and she grabbed it for the second out of the inning and immediately Whitmer had to get back. She thought it was going to drop in for a base hit. Nice job by Fincham. She put a good swing on that. It was a hard hit ball out the right field. Biddleton come 
was able to come in and make the play and uh, for the second out of the inning. But the Lions still have an opportunity. The big hitter, Aaliyah Tucker, up in a big moment in this ballgame. Tucker, one for two in the ballgame. She singled and scored the only run of the game. And she's up with two outs, runners at first and second, and that pitch is low and outside for a ball. Same same formula here for Aaliyah. Be patient, make her pitch to you, get something and drive it. Nothing has to go over the fence. We're looking for base hits here to get another run. Borst looking in. Hodge at second, Whitmer at first. And the pitch is a strike over the inside corner. Tucker was taking all the way, one didn't, and one. Didn't even take the bat off her shoulder. She was taking all the way, making her put put some pressure on her and make her deliver in this moment. One ball, one strike, two outs. Runners at first and second for the Lions in a one to nothing game mount on top. And that pitch swung on and missed. Boy, Aaliyah had a nice swing on that one, and the count goes to one and two. Big cut on the outside corner right there. Nice pitch by Borst. One and two. Tucker at the plate. Two down, two strikes. And the pitch swung on. Fly ball out to right field. Middlecamp coming in. Trans under it. And she takes it for the third out of the inning. So the Lions threaten, but do not score on a couple of base hits. They don't bring anything across. And we head to the sixth. It is still the Mount 1. Calvin nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus. It's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore. It's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Well, that's going to do it for Sarah Miller. In this elimination game against Calvin, Cam McCool coming in to pitch for the Lions. And McCool has had an excellent year, a 1.07 ERA, 14-4 and on the year. Came in to slam the door yesterday and pick up the win against Bellhaven to keep the Lions alive and into this ball game. In 124 and two-thirds innings pitched, Cam has struck out 163, walked 45, an excellent 3-to-1 ratio there. Given up 34 runs, 19 of them earned on 74 hits. And opponents are hitting just 169 against her. Cam coming into this tournament was ranked 13th in the country in strikeouts. First team all-region pitcher. Need six outs away to put us into the regional finals. Great job by Sarah Miller. Really good job for a shutout against a nice Calvin offense today. Outstanding job, Sarah Miller. It'll be 9-1-2 and coming up for Calvin. And that'll be Sydney Young. Young walked her first time up, stole second, and was stranded at second. And the pitch to the plate. First pitch is a strike at the knees. McCool delivers in, gets ahead of the count. 0-1. Lions lead it one to nothing. Young, then Horvath, then Biddlecan. 
And the pitch to the plate. That pitch is a strike at the belt. 0-2. Nice job by Cam to come in and get ahead of the hitters. 0-2. Nothing over the plate here. Looking for that first out just so she can get comfortable out on the mound. She's ready to go, and she's working quickly so far right now. One to nothing, the mound on top of it here in the sixth. And the 0-2 swung on and that's strike three. Three-pitch strikeout for Kay McCool. Nothing like that to get settled into this ball game. And now she's got her work cut out for her with the leap top of the lineup for Calvin coming up. Horvath is four for two. or Excuse me, 0 for two in the ball game. Horvath came in, left-handed batter hitting 366. One down in the inning. We're in the top of the sixth. And the pitch, high and outside. How long is it going to take for Cam's left side of her jersey to come untucked? <laughs> we talked about that a lot last night. The first time all year we basically seen it tucked in. And the 1-0 pitch to the plate, swung on, popped foul over into the third base dugout. Fincham giving chase, but it'll go over the screen and out of play. And the count now, 1-1. One and one. Important moment here for Calvin as they got the top of the lineup up. They probably won't get another opportunity, so this is their final shot with the top of the lineup potentially in this ball game. So a really big moment for them and big moment for Cam McCool in the circle. And the 1-1 pitch, and that hit the bat. Hit the bat. That hit the bat. No, they're going to say it did hit her. She's not wearing, boy, oh boy, she's not wearing a, a, an elbow pad, and that thing sounded like it hit aluminum, not bone. They're going to meet in conference up and make a decision on this. I agree. I thought it hit right off the bat. Yeah. There, there was no way that thing hit her elbow. She didn't even act like she was hit. She just took off her first base. That hit the, that hit the bat, Chris. They're discussing it right now, and we'll see what they're No, they're going to give her first base. They're going to give her a hit by pitch. Boy, oh boy. If she got hit by the pitch, she was out of the batter's box. See if Calvin goes a little small ball here. Runner on first, one out. Bilson coming up, and then they've got Stock on deck, one of their best hitters. Middlecombe is up to the plate now. She is one for two, had an infield single her last time up. Runner at first is Horvath in a one nothing game. McCool into the wind, and the pitch to the lefty is high and outside for a ball. Horvath at first base. She is 16 for 18 in stolen bases this year. And the 1-0 pitch. That pitch swung on and slapped foul over into the third base side. Off the dugout screen, and the count now one and one. Looks like she was going to attempt the bone on the first pitch. That one she's swinging away, so be interested to see what Calvin does right here. One and one the count here in the sixth. Leadoff runner on. And now Biddlecombe will take a timeout as she thought McCool was taking too long. Steps out, now steps back in. McCool. Just as ready to deliver. Bunted right back to the mound. Fincham grabs it, throws the first, not in time. So Calvin has got the speed at the top of the order, and they've got runners on first and second. Nobody down here in the top of the sixth. Nice bump by Biddlecombe. It was right back. Casey Fincham gathered it up from third, and just with her speed, just unable to get her. 
And now here comes the big-time matchup, one of the best pitchers in the country and one of the best hitters on this Calvin team with runners on first and second and only one out. And Beth Goddard is going to go out and talk to her star pitcher. So Calvin's got something going with one out here in the inning. They've got runners at first and second, and it brings to the plate Grace Stock. Stock is 0 for 2 in the ballgame, but as we said last night, boy, she hit a couple of big home runs off of Cammie Henry of DePaul. Yeah, she's had an outstanding regional tournament, so got to be careful here, but it's a big moment. You can't put her on. You're going to have to throw to her and allow your defense to uh, to make plays for you. Well, the on-deck hitter is the freshman, Allie Schultz. So Stock, right-handed batter against the right-hander, McCool. You're going to see power against power in this at-bat with runners at first and second, one down. And the pitch swung on it, fouled straight back. Boy, Stock was on top of that one, just underneath it. And the count, 0-1. Stock coming out aggressive here on the first pitch, swinging. 0-1 the count, one down here in the inning. McCool peering in. Again, runners at first and second. For Calvin, and the pitch swung on. Fly ball, center field, going back as Otto. She's parked underneath it. Runner tags at second, and she's going to fake go, and Otto put a bullet to third base, two down, and holds the runner at second base. Really nice job by Cam McCool to go right at her and uh, was able to get her to pop up at the center, and Brooke Otto put a BB down to third, and they couldn't advance that runner. So first and second, two outs. One more out here for Cam to get out of the jam. And that'll bring up Allie Schultz, the freshman. It's still with runners at first and second in a one nothing game. Boy, Otto did just a great job of throwing a BB after catching that ball and holding Horvath at second. But here's the game right here so far for the mount. That pitch swung on and missed. 0-1 the count to Schultz. Nice job by Cam to get ahead here in this situation. McCool on top of the rubber. 0-1 the count, two down here in the sixth. one nothing Mount lead. And the pitch. Swung on and missed, 0-2. Up 0-2, you got one or two pitches here to waste, and uh, the Lions crowd starting to come alive here in the top of the sixth inning in a big moment. First and second, two outs. Calvin down, one nothing. Cam up on top of the rubber. Runners at first and second. Into the wind and delivers the 0-2 pitch. Swung on and bloops a hit into left field. Yeah. Hunter went back and backhanded the catch on the foul line behind third base. Great play what by a Leah. Play Tuck. by Tucker. Holy cow! And it saves this game for the Lions from being tied up on an outstanding defensive play. That's the play of the tournament, Chris. You can find that on Sports Center tonight on Top Ten. She laid out in a big-time play by Leah Tucker. Oh, what a play by Tucker. And we head to the bottom of the sixth. It's still one nothing mount on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Think of the NCAA as a spirit squad, cheering for student-athletes at every big event and every small one. We'd be there in the classroom at graduation, at their first job interview. Okay, so don't think of us as a spirit squad. Think of us as a mascot. Well, just know we're always there for student-athletes. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. 
The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Boy, you won't see a lot of Major League shortstops make the play that Aaliyah Tucker just made. And it saved this game for them out being tied up. It is one to nothing as we head to the bottom of the sixth, and it brings up Brooke Otto. Aaliyah what a play. The crowd was incredible. And that pitch is a strike over the heart of the plate, one and one. She completely laid out for that ball and made a fantastic grab. And like I said, unbelievable athlete, makes a big-time play, and now the Lions look to maybe tack on another run here in the bottom of the sixth. I never thought she had a chance of catching up to that one, but she just made up a lot of ground in about two or three steps. And that pitch is a strike to Brooke, one and two. One ball, two strikes, the count to Brooke Otto. And the pitch, and that pitch is inside, a dropper, and count evens up now at two and two. Brooke looking to find a way on here with Ivers and Miller coming up behind her. Two and two, the count. And the pitch to Otto, swung on and lined into right field for a base hit. Middlecamp is going to try to throw her out at first base, but it went by the first base when she wouldn't have got her anyway. So Otto leads off with a base hit to right field. Nobody down, and the Lions trying to get some insurance here at the bottom of the sixth. They bring up Elizabeth Ivers. Another senior delivers in a moment, Brooke Otto. And it looks like we're going to have a pitching. And we may be having a pitching change as the head coach coming out for Calvin, Becky Hilgert. Peering down near the bullpen, and now she's going to head to the home plate umpire, and we're going to have a pitching change coming in. When we come back, it is a one nothing ball game, and we'll have a call to the bullpen when we return here in Decatur, Illinois. There are over 360,000 NCAA student-athletes, and just about all of us will be going pro in something other than sports. The NCAA reminds us to ask ourselves, what will we do? Over the last 100 years, the NCAA has helped millions of student-athletes find their power outside the field, court, and rink. NCAA, celebrating 100 years of student-athlete. Well, it'll be Bree Legwater coming into the ball game, replacing Ellie Burst. Legwater is a senior, and this year she finished 10-3 and on the year, picked up four saves, six complete games on the year, had an ERA of... 2.54 and 74 in the third innings pitch. Legwater gave up 32 runs, 27 of them earned on 59 base hits. And she struck out 48 and walked 17 on the year. Looking for the Lions to probably play a little small ball here, even with Ivers up to the plate. You're just looking to tack on another run if you can get it, especially with Otto. And Otto came up big on a hard hit ball out the right field on the single. So Otto is going to be Bors' responsibility, but she threw five innings so far, six hits, gave up the one earned run, struck out two in the ball game, and Bors really was the benefactor of no offense. And now the Lions in the dugout trying to get their fans in the stands into this one, and 
Here we go. Ivers at first. Or, excuse me. Otto at first and Ivers to the plate. Ivers 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Sarah Miller's on deck. Otto at first base. Leading off with a single. Ivers squares the bunt. Bunts it foul up the third base side. We've talked about it over and over. The Lions have struggled just a little bit to put these sack bunts down. And it's a key moment in this game when you're only got a one-run lead and you want to try to get another one. So Ivers really needs to concentrate here and get this bunt down to get Otto to second. Stanelius playing way in at third. And so is Yant at first for Calvin. And the 0-1 pitch to Ivers. She's going to swing away but takes it high for a ball one and one. Coach Goddard took the bunt off on that one. Looks like she's going back out to call the play here again. Goddard calls out the number and everybody looks at their card to get the play. Leg water into the wind and the 1-1 pitch to the plate as a strike over the inside corner. Looks like they have called off the sack bunt. They're going to let Ivers hit away here. 1-2 count. See if you can't put a ball in play here. Have an aggressive at bat. Otto at first, nobody down. Here in the bottom of the sixth, the one nothing Mount lead. Into the wind, and the pitch swung on and fouled over the first base dugout out of play. Ivers stays alive, and the count remains one and two. This is an elimination game. The winner plays 45 minutes after the last out of this one against DePaul. The loser goes home. One and two, your count. Into the wind and the delivery. Swung on, popped up on the infield behind home plate, coming back as Stock, and Stock makes a nice catch up near the screen for the first out of the inning. Nice play by Stock. It was a high fly ball up behind home plate. She went up against the wall here in the backstop and made the play. So really big out here for, for Calvin to get Ivers to pop up right there. And now a big time moment for the senior Sarah Miller. Sarah Miller, one for two in the ball game, singled. In the only run of the contest. Back in the fourth inning. And she's up now. And that pitch gets away from the catcher. Stock and taking second will be Brooke Otto. So the Lions catch another break on over to put the sack bunt down. And then uh, Ivers flies out behind home plate. But on the pitch, Brooke was able to get up to second with only one out. I was beginning to wonder if she was going to make it. It looks like she had a size 12 shoe on trying to run. <laughs> and she's got a pair of seven size feet. She was... About ready to stumble, I think, the whole way to second base. But nonetheless, she got there. So Otto at second base. With one down, Miller at the plate. And that pitch is a strike. And the count evens up at one and one. If you're Sarah here, you're just looking to put a ball in play, make this Calvin defense work here. you got speed on second. One and one the count. One down to Miller. With Bramble on deck. And that pitch taken inside, two and one. And we've seen a lot of outstanding defensive plays today by both teams. Two balls, one strike the count in a one nothing ball game. Into the wind is Legwater. And the pitch swung on and missed by Sarah. And it's now two and two. Was able to get her to chase something on the outside to bring it to a 2-2 count. One out, Brooke on second. The Lions lead it one nothing in the bottom of the six. Bramble on deck, Otto at second. Miller with a two and two count, one down here in the inning. We're in the bottom of the sixth. 
And the pitch to the plate. Check swing on a low outside offering, and the count now full at three and two. And that immediately sends the DePaul coach, Erica Hanrahan, out to her team from behind home plate. <laughs> three and two the count. And the pitch to Sarah Miller. Swung on. Ben, that goes shortstop's going to grab it and throw to first base. Not in time. Young made a nice backhanded stop, but Miller is on at first base. Otto had to hold it second. Nice job by Sarah. She's coming up twice here in big-time moments with two base hits there for the Lions. They've got something going. First and second, one out. Sophomore Casey Bramble coming to the plate. So Otto at second, Miller at first, and Bramble, who singled her last time up to center, is one for two in the ballgame. Bramble, one away here in the inning. Lions lead it by a run. And that pitch is a strike over the outside corner. 0-1 to Casey. Boy, the Lions could use an insurance run here in this inning. Heading into the top of the seventh. End of the wind, Calvin's leg water. And that pitch is a changeup outside. And the count now 1-1. One one. Anything in the outfield here, you got to be aggressive with Otto with her speed at second. Yeah, anything to center and right, you would think Otto would be able to tag up and go. Left field, a little questionable, but the 1-1, there's a fly ball. Right field coming in to Sitto Camp. It's going to drop for a base hit. Now Miller got a bad start. Throw to third. They made a mistake there throwing to third. Not in time to get Otto. They had Miller dead to rights at second base because Miller had to hold up to see if it was going to be caught. And Biddlecamp threw it to third instead of the second. So there is the bases loaded now for the Lions and one down and it brings up Hodge. It was just a small little blooper over second baseman and everybody had to kind of hold up. Otto was able to go as soon as it hit the ground. Sarah had to hold up, especially right there at first. The right fielder elected to throw to third instead of going to second. She probably would have had Miller at second, but anyhow, they throw it to third. Miller gets up to second, Otto to third, and then obviously Bramble gets the first on the bloop base hit, and we really got something going here. Bases loaded, one out with Hodge coming to the plate. Maya Hodge, the second baseman. Bases loaded, just one away in the inning. Otto at third, Miller at second, and Bramble at first, and that pitch is taken downstairs for a ball from Legwater. If you're Maya here, you're just thinking, put the ball in play anywhere you can. Infield, outfield, just put the ball in play, or even potentially draw a walk to score a run. 1-0 to Hodge. Open stance back of the batter's box, and that pitch is a strike over the outside corner. 1-1. and Gracie Woodyard is on deck. Boy, oh boy, this is an elimination game, and the Lions still lead it just one to nothing in that pitch. Check swing over the inside corner, though, one and two. Hodge didn't like that call. Backs out of the batter's box, but she's down in the count one and two. Anything close here, Maya, you got to foul it off or put it in play, one-two count. One down in the inning. Infield playing in for Calvin to try to cut the run down at the plate. That pitch swung on and popped foul and out of play. Right on top of the press box. And the count stays one and two. Hodge checks in. Leg water looking in for the sign. And Calvin Infield playing in 
And the 1-2 pitch to the plate, swung on and tapped foul at first base, hit the ground before Yant could catch it. Nice and the count stays 1-2. Winner plays DePaul, 45 minutes after this game is over. Bases are loaded for the Lions. One out, the 1-2 to Hodge, swung on and fouled down the left field side, and that'll go... Out of play over the third base dugout. Count stays one and two. Nice job by Maya. Anything close, she's trying to foul it off, trying to stay alive at this big time at bat. DePaul warming up out in the right field stands over the right field fence. And the one-two pitch to the plate. Swung on, blooped into center field, coming over as the right fielder. Little camp, she's going to grab it. Here's the throw to home. Not in time, gets by the catcher and rounding second. And holding it third will be Miller, but coming home to score is Brooke Otto on the sacrifice fly, and the Lions have picked up a big run. They lead it now 2 to nothing. The freshman, Maya Hodge, delivers defensively today, and now she delivers offensively. She does a great job battling, battling, takes a pitch out to right field for a sack fly. Brooke Otto was able to come in for a big two-run lead for the Lions. So Bramble moves to second, Miller moves to third. And with two down, it brings up Gracie Woodyard. And the Lions have runners at second and third, but two outs now. Woodyard on the day has bunt interference and was called out. She takes that first pitch down low for a ball, 1-0. One swing at a bat here. The Lions really have an opportunity to blow this thing open. You've got Bramble at second, Sarah Miller at third, and Gracie, if he can put the, anything in the outfield, we're being aggressive again with Bramble. 1-0 the count, 2 down, 2 nothing mount now here in the bottom of the 6th. And that pitch is in tight to Woodyard, backs are away from the plate, 2-0. First base is open, and Gabbard is on deck, and Gabbard today has got a base hit and a strikeout. So Legwater may be just a little bit careful with Woodyard. Here's in for the sign. And the 2-0 pitch, and that's going to be a strike over the outside corner, 2-1. Nice pitch, or nice take by Gracie. Uh, just let her pitch to you here. It's a moment here. She's got to come to you. 2-1 in the count. Runners on. 2 nothing lead. Leg wander on top of the rubber. Lions with runners at second and third. Swung on, fly ball, center field. Brewing going over into right center. She'll grab it for the third out of the inning. But in the inning for the Lions, they pick up an important insurance run on three base hits. They leave two on and no errors by Calvin. We head to the seventh. The Lions are three outs away from advancing. The score... The Mount St. Joseph Lions 2, Calvin nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy. And now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. 
Turn off video games and go outside. Ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's. Experts you trust. Caring for the children you love. Well, as we head into this top of the seventh inning, the Lions come into it, and they are three outs away from moving on. Yeah, I mean, the bats came alive right there for that second insurance run. We had a nice couple base hits, a nice sacrifice fly by Hodge, was able to bring in Otto for the 2 nothing lead, and we looked at Cam McCool to close the door with three outs here against Calvin to try to get us to the regional finals against DePaul, the number one team in the country. It will be Yant, Glass, and Gruen here in the inning. Cam McCool's first pitch is up high for the ball. 0-1 count. Takes a few steps, gets a, gathers, gets a couple grabs of the resin bog, and ball spinning on her right leg. She delivers. Second pitch is popped up behind home plate, up against the netting, and that will bring it to count to 1-1. Ivers unable to come up with it as the foul. Ball did come back up against the netting. So the count one and one now. McCool into the wind and the pitch. And that pitch is just off the outside corner. Two and one to Yam. Two and one and that pitch swung on and missed. Nice job by Cam. Get her swinging on that second strike. 2-2 count. Really important to get this as the uh, Calvin will bring up 5-6-7 here in the bottom of the top of the seventh. And the pitch swung on and missed. Strike three. Got her chasing something up in the zone for the strikeout swinging for the first out. And the Lions are just two outs away from the NCAA Regional Finals. Second strikeout of the afternoon by Cam McCool. And it brings to the plate Grace Glass. Glass 0 for 2 in the afternoon. Infield playing in at the corners for the Lions. They are two outs away from advancing. And the pitch swung on and tapped foul over near the third base dugout. The winner moves on 45 minutes from now to play DePaul. 0-1 the count. Into the line and the pitch. Swung on and missed by Glass. And the count is 0-2. Lions crowd starts to get into it, clapping a little bit. They've been outstanding all weekend long and they're all excited to be here, especially with the COVID, uh, everything that we've had to go through 2020 and 2021. And the 0-2 pitch to the plate. Swung on. Yes, she went too far. Strike three. And the Lions are just one out away, and Cam gets back-to-back strikeouts. Look to get this final out and send us to the regional finals, Dave. And it will bring up Bruin. Kayla Bruin is one for two in the goal game. Infield single and is grounded out to second. Two down in the game. In the inning. Lions one out away 
And that bit swung on. Popped up to second base. Hodge underneath it. And the Lions will win to face DePaul in the championship game just about an hour from now. The final score here this afternoon, the Mount 2, Calvin nothing. Championship Saturday continues here in just a little bit. This, this team never gives up. They continue to fight. The seniors have really come up in big-time moments. Outstanding pitching. We've had a several-star defensive plays in the hitting where timely hits. Nice small ball when we needed it. Stack flies. My Hodge was outstanding today and a big-time win for the Lions as we continue the season. And now next up, number one in the country, the DePaul Tigers for the regional finals.